Last time on Good Neighbors. A dark power has fallen over Constance. The citizens are plagued by painful nightmares while a strange comet flies overhead. The Good Neighbors worry that this drastically increases the chance that civilians perceive the weird for what it is. Not immune to the comet's effects, the gang comes together tired, disoriented, and unprepared for this new threat. So, uh, Cassius and Flint, you leave first, you said? Yeah. Okay. Cassius, you're going to the uh, city hall where the uh, secretary commissioner oh, no, or whatever. No, 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 I, I no. I have to keep up the facade of a clandestine meeting. So I'm going to I'm gonna use my, I'm going to call them and be like, park bench. Uh, I'm going to give them a location of a park bench to keep up the the heirs that uh, were two agencies that have to keep <laughs> over. Yeah, you get it. Okay. Uh, Cassius, uh, noticeably, you pass by uh, uh, like more than a few car accidents on the way over. Now, you don't see them like in media res, like not as it happens, uh, but you see that they have happened, like people waiting outside. There's like a pol- police person nearby taking, you know, notes and whatever doing it is whatever they do uh nothing and... fuck the cops <laughs> fuck the police uh and uh it's like someone uh like skid on the side of a building two cars scraped up against each other someone hit a fire hydrant like one of the couple people have been in accidents at this point um and uh flint on the other side uh you see uh on your way over to your shed i assume uh, I was going to try to go directly to Agent Cole and flag him down, like, at the office. Uh, he doesn't sit in, like, the City Hall office. Mm. He's, because he's, he doesn't want to be the first guy that someone, like, gets to. If someone it, has to, it, like, do something against him. In that case, yeah, I'm gonna go to my shed and take the communicator and turn it back on to, uh, the fucking agent level. For sure. Uh, on your way over, you pass by one of the hardware stores in town, and there are like a large number of police cars outside. Uh, and uh, that p- reporter from the uh, earlier program that uh, Chalamet put on is also there. Uh, and like, even at a cursory glance, it looks like a robbery happened. Huh. I'm gonna mosey my way over to the robbery site. Uh, you get a pretty immediate, like, you know, stop right there. Everything closing this area down. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes pick up tools here. What happened? Here we investigate a mystery. Okay. Romeo minus one. Uh, seven plus three minus one nine. Okay. What persistent? audio thing what, what persistent sound voice something in the back of your head prevents you from concentrating fully in the middle of this confirmation because he says more than you pick up on 
literally the Andy Griffith theme is just stuck in Flint's <laughs> head now. That damn whistle. Very, very good. You find it kind of hard to focus uh, when they are talking to you. And they're kind of talking freely, whether or not they should, um, about this. But go ahead and ask your question. Uh, and the options, of course, are... You remember what they are. I, what, I, why do I have three different tabs to the playbooks open? What happened here? What happened here? Yes, a totally <laughs> reasonable response there. Uh, great. Uh, he starts talking to you and he says, Well, I'm, you know, I'm curious. They didn't take any money, uh, which would maybe be the obvious one, considering it's one of the larger, uh, you know, hardware stores in town. They largely took tools and lumber. And I guess if you see a lot of wood rolling around, maybe ask them where they got it, right? Uh, but other than that, you know, it's really not much. It's sort of like building supplies, I guess. Nails, screws, what have you. But it's a lot of stuff. I mean, no one moves that quickly, easily, or quietly. It had to be probably more than a few people. Or people who already worked here and they're doing some sort of insurance scam or something. But who knows? Okay. No one was hurt, right? No, no one even saw it happen. All right, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, you have a good day. Sorry about your tools. No, it's fine. Have a great day. They just kind of go back, standing around, as with great NPC energy. And I guess I head back to my shed and try to uh, try to get in touch with uh, Cole. For sure. Uh, it will take just a little while. I think with that, let's uh, check in with Beck and June real quick. What are you doing? Uh, can we say that uh, Beck has messaged Grandmaster Chuck Hayes to meet up with him, uh, asking if they could reference the book? Uh, for sure. I think... Uh, uh... Oh, should I? I think I have like a yep. move I should roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, a beginning of the mystery move. It's one of those. And I'm not very good at it. Okay, not bad. Um, I got a seven. Well, a seven. Can you go ahead and read out the whole thing for me and what happens on a seven and nine? Yep. When you are in good standing with your sect, at the beginning of each mystery, roll plus charm. On a ten plus, they provide some useful info or help in the field. On a 7 to 9, you get a mission associated with the mystery, and if you do it, you'll get some info or help, too. On a misc, they ask you to do something bad. If you fail a mission or refuse an order, you'll be in trouble with the sect until you're done. So we got that middle-of-the-road 7 to 9 mission associated with mystery. It's always a good one. I like it. Uh, uh, I think Chuck directs you to come to the Y, uh, or whatever we called your I think we called it the Y. Anyways, uh, you show up at the at the place where there are more than a few Bulwark members uh, who similarly look exhausted. Uh, Chuck doesn't look pleased, but he's usually up this early and he never looks pleased, so uh, he doesn't look too different, visually speaking. Um, but you can tell that everyone's got their gear. Everyone's aware that something is up and something needs to be done about it. Good morning, uh, Bulwark members. Uh, 
Hi. Good morning. Uh, Hello. Sh- should I wait outside? I wanted to come back, but now that I'm here, uh, I immediately am un- uncomfortable. Wait, if you're uncomfortable, you can wait outside, but I, I think it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. I'm not. Okay. We've brought okay, more cool. than a few donuts if you would like one. I mean, I already had a breakfast sandwich and a half, but I could probably eat a donut, sure. Okay. Are they magical karate donuts? No. Yes. Uh, anyways, you're shepherded inside. Uh, and it, it looks like they gather for like a PTA meeting, right? Like this is how they always do it. There's like napkins and coffee and, and donuts and everything. And all of the, the fold out table, fold out chairs are in a circle. June has kind of like a gleeful expression uh, that they are trying to mask and doing a terrible job of it. They're so tickled by like seeing the inside of the bulwark and uh, like it, this is so weird to them. Like magic is not this, but this is magic and it's 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 too much. June loves it. Safe to assume that you've uh... Uh, encountered the same dilemmas the rest of us have. I I think uh, Becca's just finished pulling on their like orange robe over top of their like t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, yeah. If I had known that I was gonna have some sort of cosmically challenging nightmare, I would have gone to bed earlier. Ugh. Who knows how much it really could have helped you. That's fair. Uh, June. Is it your intention to join the bulwark? Uh, June has like a mouthful of donut and is like, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know if I would uh, <clears throat> really be able to pull off the orange or the uh, karate. But uh, look, if y'all want to uh, consult some time over magical text or. Uh, if there's just like a mage course, maybe I would, uh, you know, uh, do that or something. I, I, I don't know. Do y'all have like a study uh, abroad or like a, what is it in college? An intensive? Do y'all have like a magic intensive that I can just do that? Can I, and not can any I of the audit push-ups? your cult? <laughs> I would start off by saying that karate is for everyone. Everyone can learn it with enough time and discipline. Oh. An, an especially effective both physical and mental journey. Yeah, I I appreciate that. Uh, it's just it, it it seems difficult. Yes, all good things require work and effort. Magic wouldn't be any different. I would not just hand you... I, I can't grant you powers. They come from within. With diligence, with training, with mental discipline. Oh. I mean... We can talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, maybe we can get coffee sometime or something and talk it over. Sure. Beck, I love the robe. Super oh. into it. It's awesome. Thanks. Okay. Uh, now seems like an appropriate time to... Well, I mean, what is your, your overall goal here? We were just... I was wondering if we could consult Legrand's... I mean, it's right. a book of protections and wards and stuff. 
mm-hmm. and we need something that's going to work on like a large scale. If we sure. can't just outright repel the comet's power, because I guess not. that's too straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe something that could like help relax everybody or rejuvenate sure. them. Ideal. Uh, I mean, I'm more than happy to let you look at the book, um, but there are going to be multiple things we need to address throughout the entirety of this. Of course, there was the idea that people could encounter and see experience the weird, and that would be less than ideal. I'm also concerned with the timing. If there is a time to do anything and get away with it. Something that might look weird like this. It's now. Do you think the beacon might be up to something? I just feel like comets, eclipses, you know, cults, they all kind of go hand in hand. I think that based on my learnings, the comet is going to be a natural occurrence, but anything that happens beneath it, fair game. There could be any number of things happening right now. I don't know how monsters respond to it, admittedly. But you're welcome to have a look. You're also welcome to stay for warm-ups and practice, if you would like. To get some training before we get our, our feet out there. I think there are more than a few people off the side, like, doing stretches and yoga to kind of get in the zone. I mean, we could, we could also investigate the... I think back turns to June... We could also look into the whole are monsters affected by the comet thing. Mm. Uh, sure. If possible, uh, Bank. I know this is poor timed, but it has been a little longer than I'm comfortable with not having heard from Florence and Cecil. I know that you had that little scrap of paper, which could be something, but I would like you to look into that a little bit further if you can. Okay. If you can find out what, what, you know, what happened to them, or if they're still around and you can help them, please do. If you can't, or if you don't, or you find that you can help them, also let us know. If you need some help in doing that, give me a call. Okay. <sighs> they were last seen or heard of scouting out around Dupelo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyways... If either one of you would like to roll investigate a mystery in terms of using the glands to find something, now would be the time. And roll with a minus one, please. Well, that's What's your sharp, June? Uh, my sharp is a two. Okay, so I say either you roll it. Yeah, I think you should. My sharp is bad. The only thing I can do is that old black magic, but that would get us one question if it works sure june will head over to the book it it uh chuck pulls it out of like a a walmart shopping bag like the reusable ones doesn't have a good case or anything for it um i will begin by first looking for something to help the current situation Oh boy, I rolled very bad. Uh, that's going to be I... a six. Can I help? You can try. By all means. 
Do I take a negative one to helping? Mm. Oh, there's a negative no. one. I forgot about the negative one. That's a four. Or I'm sorry, oh. a five. A five. Then mm. it wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah. yeah. June, Plus. how do your nightmares manifest right now? As you start looking through. They're not physically there, to clarify. Sure. This is a thing that terrifies you in the middle of broad daylight. I... As you begin to suffer hallucinations from the comic. I think as I take the book and I sit kind of in a corner where there's like a shitty desk and a shitty lamp and I turn the light on and uh, I'm like flashing back to that very, very good TNG episode with the Cardassians and the lights and the uh, how many lights are there, Picard, uh, and uh, the, the Cardassian is yelling at him to to say the wrong number and kind of question his reality. And June is trying to like flip through the book and find something on this comet. And um, the the lights kind of start spinning and uh, June is now like sweating a bit and they're trying to focus on this book and uh, they see James and James is asking June, how many lights are there, June? Tell me how many lights there are. And uh, uh, June, like, snaps out of it to Beck, uh, like, tapping them on the shoulder. Uh, as you do so, uh, everyone uh, has, like, gotten their weapons out. As they they see, and Beck, you see this too, this, like, apparition of James over uh, June's shoulder suddenly <sighs> into nothing. Oh, boy. June. Uh, yeah, what? What just happened to you? And we'll see if it matches up with what we saw. Um, June wants to teleport away. By all means. Um, and you remember, you only go a short distance, so... Yeah, yeah, I, I figured I could at least make it out of the room, out of the gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's gonna be a six. Uh, so I think I teleport up Oh, to, you don't go anywhere. Oh, I was gonna do, like, a, a, a... I get a little bit, and then I trip. Uh, well, I mean, this is use magic. On a failure, it goes to hell. It's all me. Okay. You feel your... Uh, uh, as you start to, like, tap your coat to allow yourself to teleport, you feel your vein. I mean, we see your veins blacken. We see your fingers elongate. Your nails grow long. And your body starts to stretch. You take a... Uh, you take one harm, and you... Because you are also, like, teleported high into the air, like, you know, you've seen YMCA's or you know, gymnasiums, and you just go up, and slam down hard, cracking the hardwood floor beneath you. Uh, and from your earlier bit, uh, you're running at a, a minus one ongoing on mental style rolls here. Uh, because these nightmares are sifting through your brain constantly. Hey, hey, Keeper. Do I yeah. get to mark uh, experience for both of these very bad failures you right out the gate? You do! You okay, do. I'll take it. I'll take it. Cool. And you, you, you can like hear in the back of your mind. Four more years. 
I think now is probably a good time to flip over. Cassius, you're at a park bench. Uh, a lot of people are out walking their dogs, and they're like really close to their dogs. Uh, and when people pass by each other, they no one's looking each other in the eye. No one looks happy to be here. So, does the agent show up? Uh, we're looking at you wanted to meet with Deckard, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, Deckard shows up. Uh, pulling up in their black van. They they sit down beside you. I think they're uh they pull out like a newspaper in classic spy fashion. And uh yeah. They don't they wait for you to initiate. Uh I I think Cassius is just gonna sit there for a second and then after a little while be like <sighs> that good. Raramir? I assume you've been briefed. A little bit. Bad stuff's going on here, isn't it? Looking to be a bad day overall. Thinking maybe it would be a good time to, um... Coordinate our agencies a little bit. This is a big thing. To be frank, uh... We work with mostly terrestrial phenomena, so yep. some of some of my uh, higher ups wanted to see if you guys had any. Like I said, I'm just a sort of field operative. You guys have a full base set up here. See if you guys had any info. You guys been mobilizing yet? You, you seen any activity? People. People got a solution yet, or should this be something that my agency's got to work on? Well, roll investigate a mystery, and I'll tell you. Uh, could that could this be uh one more thing? I suppose it could be if you want to. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to um ask leading questions that would fit with the. Yeah, yeah, I get you. This is a minus one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is sort of a my yeah. your brain's not functioning right. Yeah, yeah. Something's keeping you. You know, everyone's operating at less than perfect capacity okay. right now. Totally fair. That is seven plus three minus one is nine. Nine. Go ahead and hold one. And those options are what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? Uh, what can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Mm-hmm. I've got a few other options from just one more thing, but I don't really think any of oh, them yeah. really apply here. For sure. Um, for sure. Oh, the only other one I might want to know is what? Ah. I'm torn. I'm torn because what is something you left out that you don't want me to notice is quite good. <sighs> I'm torn between asking what can hurt it to see if the bureau has any better idea about how to stop it than we do. And I'm torn between that and what was it going to do in reference to the bureau to see what their approach is going to be here. I'm not mm. sure which one would be better. For for what it's worth, uh, it seems like everyone's going to get at least a little something. So even if yeah. you don't get everything you want to right now, I'm sure someone else will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think, well, yeah, in that case, then I think I'll try to do more specifically since I'm one of the few people talking to the Bureau and maybe Matt can shore up what I can't ask here. Uh, I'll ask, what was it going to do in reference to, like, what's the Bureau doing? What are, what are, what's their response? If that's applicable. If I can see, like, if they have a plan in motion. Uh, how do, how do you, what do you say that, uh, kind of gets this question out? I think it was, like, when he was asking, like, um, like, uh, uh, 
so you've been briefed like what um what uh we just need to know like if we need to step in to handle this is do you guys have even an operational strategy here like mm. we've been kind of like kind of the thing of like we've been kind of watching and we, we just want to make sure that you guys actually mm. have this area locked sure. down if we're not gonna increase our you know well the most important thing is making sure the information that we receive is reliable so if this phenomenon or whatever anyone wants to call it affects people's perception of things then the very first thing we need to make sure is is that everything we get is clear so things that uh, affect our alertness uh, such as using uh, blue lights using uh, smelling salts or for feeling drowsy things like that to kind of keep our, our ourselves moving uh, we don't use things like uh, certain narcotics or uh, excessive caffeine because those can induce further hallucination potentially uh, and we want to avoid that as much as we can so the first step is making sure that all information we have is reliable, protecting ourselves. Then we move on to our next steps. Making sure that the comet isn't doing anything that we're not expecting, such as does it amplify magical powers in any way? Does it does it draw monsters like some sort of lighthouse or beacon or something? you say I'm um, sorry no that was um uh what's that <laughs> um and what step would you say you're you're at right now step one you're still gathering intel mm-hmm all right well did you have a second question uh I was, I was I was only just, you have another hold one. Oh, right <laughs> ah yeah uh, for uh, now that's the best right, we can do the nine but... and that's yeah, seven and nine is one. Um, mm. uh, gosh. Um, well, if there's any change in the posture at your place, if there's anything that you can't handle or uh, you need some assistance with, you know how to contact me. Um, right. As it is, I'll keep my eyes out. But anything you like want to relay. Said, like I said, this, where I'm coming from, my uh, organization isn't too keen on having our presence known at all. So, mm. unfortunately, I need to keep quiet. But I am here. I am um, working on the sidelines as much as I can. You got, you're mm. the ones who have the field office here. I'm just reporting. Right. Well, good luck. See if I can get some resources freed up, but... Gives you a little thumbs up. Right. Uh, I'm gonna like spread some breadcrumbs on the <laughs> the pond. <laughs> uh, yes, I am doing normal uh, park things, and then I'm gonna walk the the ducks look awful. Uh, <laughs> they look like they're like kind of slowly yinning about. They're shoving their head in the water, and it takes a second for them to get it out. Nothing looks happy. <laughs> All right. No, head and back to the rest of the group. Flint, in your uh, in your base here, you set up your what's it? You set up your device. I don't know if we gave it a name, but you put in a call. Flint. Hey, you having uh bad dreams? Also, 
Seems to be going around. Uh, so this is uh, a little different than I think either of us are used to dealing with. Yeah. Less than ideal. It's not... I mean, the comet itself is a new thing, but the idea that it's not like a tangible thing we can just shoot isn't yeah. necessarily new. Yeah. Uh, more along the lines of it is affecting the masses with little to no preventative measures as far as we know. Yeah. When these which, things happen, it doesn't usually end well. Exactly. Which means we might not ever get to finish our little uh, game of chess here because... <laughs> Big shame. A goblin shows up, and the whole town sees it because this comet's got them all on edge. Yeah, kind of poorly timed for our little arrangement. Agreed. Do you have any uh, any ideas on how to en masse uh, help people? I, I've I've got a few. Well, roll me investigative mystery and I'll tell you. I know that we keep doing this, but it's just, it is that stage. Uh, minus one, that's another nine. Motherfucker. Uh, you can still feel that, like, pinging in the back of your head, almost like the sort of, you know how when you wake up too early and you get a little migraine? One of those. Uh, go ahead and ask your question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? And then uh, additional options, I guess, for the new phenomena. Because that's a fun little bit added in the Tome of Mysteries. How is this phenomena doing this? What could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? How far does it affect? Does the effect reach? And what will be affected next? Uh, I think what could slow it down is kind of what I was reaching for. Like, how how do we buy ourselves a, enough time to fix this? Mm-mm-mm-mm. For sure. This wasn't such a massive containment breach. We would maybe have a different conversation, but best I can understand it. For those of us who didn't immediately act or do something or get outside, it seems to be exacerbated after you've been exposed to it by, well, well darkness. So those of us who stay inside, try to get ourselves back to sleep, Keep all the lights out. You start seeing things. You start hearing things a little bit different. A lot of people are going to take the right strategy here. A lot of people are going to get all the lights on. They're going to stay awake. They're going to try and get themselves together. going to try and relax. But not everyone. And those who don't are going to make this worse and worse and worse. I don't know how we're going to do it. Maybe I'll just try to do something with the power companies. Who's to say? But... When tonight comes, because I don't think this thing this isn't going away for several days, everyone needs to be lights on constantly. Every street light needs to be on. Every, you know, business neon sign, everyone's night lights, everyone's lamps, they need to be blaring. People need to stay alert, conscious, and able to deduce what is reality, or what they think is reality. You and, uh... Your team got any pull at the local television station? Yeah, why? 
hey, something amazing in the sky is going to happen tonight. We're not able to predict when as a result of this comet. It only happens once every 3,000, 4,000 years. Make up a number where people are going to want to stay up and have their lights on and keep their eyes at the sky. Admittedly, our guys in the local broadcast station aren't the casters. We could might be able to change the books around and get someone in. We'd have to look at it. Eh, even if you could just change a teleprompter, it'd do a lot. Right. I'll think about it. But it's something. If you have any further ideas, let me know. Will do. Same to you. I'm going to look at things on my end if you guys decide that you want our help. You know yeah. where to find me. Oh, sure. Also... I don't know if you've noticed, but something else is going on. Something's going to be taking advantage of this, I'm sure of it. Every time something like this happens, something does. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely on edge about that. We're going to keep our eyes out, but who knows when shit goes sideways. Yeah, if I spot it, I'll let you know. Great. Best of luck. You too. Dude needs to get a hobby. You end the call on that little bit. Great, I love it. We uh, we connect to a an additional uh, news report with Carla Matsigo over here at the Rockwell's Hardware Store. This is the second place that has been discovered to have an additional break in. Wow, everyone's trying to use such magical wondrous phenomenon to just do such terrible things. What a time to be alive. Am I right, everybody? And there's like just a bunch of like sleepy PAs that like this person has incredible like awakeness right now. No one else does. And she kind of directs uh, people's attention to uh, like a set of like slideshows of like car crashes in town, uh, broken glass in different places. People have broken into like stores like there's been a, a well and true crime spree in town. Uh, over the course of one night. <sighs> Things are not looking good for Constance, Louisiana. And I mean, this is after several different strings in the span of just a couple months of strange occurrences. Or so we at the uh, the broadcast station have been told. It's becoming quite the hotspot for, uh, how would you call this? Mysteries? Oh, I love that. Strange mysteries happening here in Constance, Louisiana. Why don't you... Uh, why don't you try them out? Come pay us a visit and see all this magical nonsense. And she, they things close out. And someone is like, Carla, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm just having fun with it. I'm having fun with it. Come on. And we cut back to you guys, wherever you reconvene. Did did uh, Cole say that they, that like the broadcasters are their guys? Or Not all of them. They have people on the side. Like they have people who could like change a book if they need to. Okay. Or, or like... Uh, get a guest in if they want to like change people's names and things like that. Flint immediately just starts turning on all the lights, even though it's like daytime in Chalamet's house. He's fine with it. I mean, he's like, yeah, I, you know, I trust your judgment. So, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. I think this Dylan film can. I don't want to say it's the 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 tool that solves all problems. I just really feel like 
I've got a scheme and uh, we can we can make it work. What what could possibly be your scheme with this? Well, they say when all you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. So I guess when all you have is a fake Jake Gyllenhaal film, every problem looks like Sundance. I'm tired. Mm. <laughs> you are. You were right about one thing. And, that is you all said, I have. You said that we're not supposed to imbibe a bunch of additional caffeine. <laughs> I'm, I'm good to go on the morning shows. I think that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I've got a little plan to get lights on and stuff, you know. She seems more than willing to talk to uh, people, and, and she looks like she could use a, a little hand in getting some enthusiasm, you know what I mean? I don't, don't look at me like that keeper, because <laughs> it wasn't meant like that. <laughs> okay. I mean, we can give it a try. But I mean, what do we do about this whole everything else that's happening? Is this where we turn into Batman and like fight human crime? Because that's really not my shtick. Well, I mean, the Bulwark is still pretty worried about two of our guys that went AWOL down in Tupelo. I know that we have that little piece of paper with the coin riddle on it. I gotta go make sure that they're okay. Um, and also, I guess, to see if the beacon is gonna try to take advantage of all this in some kind of fucked up way. Yeah, Cole was saying that uh, there there's a good chance that someone or something is going to take advantage of this situation. You think they're still there without the shack, or do you think they've moved? I don't think that... I mean, it's... They got... At least a good chunk of the park, sort of, as their base of operations. I don't know. They're going to be there somewhere. But um, also, it's probably worth trying to figure out how monsters are affected by this. I don't know if we want to try to talk to, like, the Hodag. I think I'd rep sooner parlay with them than with the Baron. Then what? Right? Try to get on TV, tell people to turn their lights on. But, but you can still go to sleep even if it's bright out. And then don't you still get the weird like, nightmare? Probably. But I imagine when you wake up, it's a little bit harder to see, like, the shadow in the corner of your room as, like, a figure. You know what I mean? Like, it it plays with the vagueness, I think, or something. Hmm. It's still gonna be... Uh, turning on the lights is not a final solution. I think it's just gonna help people cope a little bit better. I guess we gotta try to nail down what monster or monsters or monsters are taking advantage of the comet? Alright. What do you think, June? You've been awfully quiet. What? I think Beck puts like a hand like gently on June's back. Uh, sorry y'all, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really listening. Uh, but I think whatever Y'all said is a is a good plan. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, Shalomay. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Did you like Beck slash June? Did either of you mention that there was a fucking James ghost there, or was that I, something that we wouldn't? 
don't think that Beck would at least mention like. And then they they went all monster form, like kind of proper embarrassing information like that. Um, I guess the James Ghost is a little concerning because the characters especially don't necessarily know if this isn't still James is doing. Yeah, I think uh, June is not talking a whole lot. Uh, I think they probably gave the spark noted version though. Uh, they probably have like an ice pack on their nose from the fucked up teleport they tried to do. So, for sure. Shalomi, do you have any luck with the astrological, astronomical uh, cross referencing, or is that something we didn't end up doing? Uh, roll me straight luck, actually. Let me do that. How does that work again? Is that like. Roll 1d6 and add however many luck you have left. It's really just in Chalamet's big old library. Did he find anything? Um, six. Mm, unfortunately, no. Yeah. Uh, it's only so much you can do. Yeah. These sorts of things. No one kept good record of it because when it appeared, people weren't really in their right mind. Unfortunately. But do we know exactly when the last time it came by was? Like a date? No. No? I mean, right? I, we know that at some point, like, there were, like, mass psychogenic illnesses, as the doctor was saying, in some places. But, I mean, we don't know if it happened at another point and it, we didn't know about it, right? Can I... Sorry to interrupt. I know I was the one that instigated this line of questioning, but sure. have any of you seen someone today, like anyone, that hasn't been miserable no, everyone everyone looked pretty fucking grumpy. Except that I mean, one news lady, right? She's oh. chipper, she's riffing, she's putting out a lot of energy. I don't get and, my TV, I don't get my news from the TV. I can't stress this enough. I'm just so young and cool. <laughs> <sighs> but she was on it, she had like... Yeah, well, weren't we all just watching this at Chalamet's place? Yeah, a very peppy kid. But like, even the ducks were having a shitty day. Oh. And yet this lady is doing great. I'll have what she's having. Maybe she knows the secret. Right. So how about how about you know, um, I head down to the broadcast station. I get on the show and I feel her out. And then uh, some of you go to Tupelo. To stop giving me that look, Lee. <laughs> you're, you're putting inflection on my words that I don't <laughs> All uh, I'm doing is raising an eyebrow. Uh, I don't know what that could mean. And then some of you can maybe go to Tupelo and see what the B word's up to if you can find your friends, uh, or I could meet you at Tupelo or something. Uh-uh. But that, those two seem like our main two points of attack. The Bureau seems to be doing some stuff, at least in the town, so they might be able to keep some amount of order to give us some freedom to kind of check out these leads. I don't know where else, what else we should do. Okay. I think we should maybe try to not split up too much. Maybe just into two groups. June, would you feel, I mean, do you want to come with me to the broadcast place? I don't know how you feel about going back to Tupelo. Oh, I'm a... 
I'm fine with uh, fighting some Deacon. Uh, if you want me to help you interrogate this lady, though, I can do that too. I mean, I don't really. I feel like I could be okay. I just, you know, of of the two groups, uh, one group is going to a, like a, a, a TV set, and the other group is going to a swamp infested with cultists. I feel like we should probably load the team going in the dangerous spot. I do think that if this newscaster lady does end up feeling suspicious, it might be worthwhile to have June there. Because uh, if you get into like her office or something, you could observe that place at a different time to when the comet hit or something. I don't know. Just having a degree of magical investigation to back up Cassius's right. thing. Totally also valid. I just don't want to spook her if she is, uh, you know, something powerful. I don't, I don't know the speaking as much as you do, so I don't know if you need the the the, the firepower. Well, hopefully it's not going to come to that, but you know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, like this newscaster lady, she's either suspicious, or maybe she's doing something that is masking the effect. And she doesn't even know it. You know? Hmm. Like she uses a special cologne or she always wore a Labradite crystal and bango bango hot to tell. She gets to sleep. Could be. Yeah. Alright, yeah. I'll, I'll go wherever y'all think is best. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll be on the air with her. So while I'm on the air with her, you could go and snoop around to place if there's anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. So- Maybe not her house, but maybe her office or whatever she's got going on. A trailer. She probably has one of those. Or a van. I don't know. No news works. Sounds like a de- Are you guys going to Tupelo? Backslash Flint? No, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Who would like to go first? I have no preference, but I would like to get a refresher on all of the Cecil and Florence stuff before we, like, jump into the tubular Sure, scenes. sure. Uh, Florence Peterson in her uh, late 50s or early 60s, if I recall, yeah. uh, is is one of the only other people in the board who can use magic. She's uh, uh, kind of like a, a wait and listen kind of person uh, normally, so she's kind of sent to do a little bit of like sentry style, investigate, see what she can learn, that sort of thing. She's sent with uh, Cecil, I want to say the last name is Crane, uh, who is vaguely resistant to magic and thus is maybe more of an ideal fighter should they run into the uh, uh, to the beacon. But they are also like late 40s or late 40s, early 50s. So they are a little bit behind their, their fighting prime. And then uh, at some point in Cecil's handwriting, Cash has found a little strip of paper that had that 13 coin arrangement that went, I believe it said steeds work, coins work. Not sure what doesn't or what does or does not. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Tupelo. Um, how do you guys get there? Uh, well, Flynn has a motorbike. Yeah, true. So, uh, so you start riding out towards the uh, the Great Tupelo National Preserve. The thing that you notice on the way over that's not hidden at all. It doesn't require anything to look at. Is that people? Uh, like, there's a lot of people there. Uh, there are cars pulled up filling the parking lots. There are people that are clearly bikes that have been left behind. Um, people have been going to here 
for a reason. And uh, there is a, a distant hmm and ha. Huh. Uh, is those- for the, on an out-of-game universe, uh, for those of you who remember the beach at the end of that episode, the very it's the very same. That sort of thing. So, uh, this is this is bad, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're just here to do a degree of reconnaissance, kind of figure out where Cecil and Florence might have gone. We don't necessarily gotta, you know, start busting kneecaps. <sighs> I'm so tired. <sighs> what do you do? Okay. Jog in place a little bit. And then uh, uh, start making our way down. I know there was canoes last time. Those were way further in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you start trudging through the water. Uh, one of you go ahead and roll me read a bad situation. Minus one. Go for it, Flint. Ooh. That's still only a six. Can I help? You're welcome to try. Okay, I got a eight. <sighs> okay. You get one question. And you get a plus one forward while acting on the answers. Uh, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? Victims, in this case, probably being you. <sighs> biggest threat? You start to make your way towards the water as you, you know, it's like knee-high water. As you, uh, as you do so, you see that there are tracks where you can see mud, and they are boot prints well and truly. They are not like claws or anything like that. Uh, the biggest threat, before they had a chance to drop on you, is that waiting behind the trees peeks out a sort of glassy look as you can see more than a few people, like, at least more than 10 uh, humans in regular everyday clothes, some in pajamas, some in business clothes, and in just very normal everyday attire. Look out from behind the trees, realize that you've stopped to wait, and they just start slowly kind of meandering towards you. They have a kind of glassy look in their eye. Back on the bike, back on the bike. I guess. <sighs> they break into a dead sprint towards you. Back on the bike! <sighs> They're getting closer. Is there now. a... Like, they start is there a uh, hopping out of the water. Or like... I mean, there's a young person, could be a teen, right? There seems to be no discrimination. Like, it doesn't stop at 18 or something like that. Right. I'm just wondering if there's, like, we could grab one of them. You're on a uh, motorbike. Where would they go? That's fair. That's fair. Now. Fine, fine. Gosh. They just look like people. I'm going to jump on the back of the bike. Uh, Flint, roll me act under pressure to get out of here safely. No minuses here. No minuses? No. Eight. Eights. On a uh, seven and nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a hard choice. As you start to rev the bike up, it takes a second. Like, the engine doesn't immediately start. It stalls for a second. And as uh, as you two of you hop on, 
someone gets their hands onto the handlebars and they uh, aren't looking at you with like, I'm going to eat you. They don't look like zombies or something, but they definitely look normal, but glassy eyed. Uh, But they're going to try and stop you. You can either uh, stop here uh, and try to run away from them. Or you can take off on the bike, and this person who could be completely innocent or, or not know what they're doing or something like that will get like slammed into a car as you speed out, and they will be take some take some damage. Oh yeah, I'm d- fuck that person. Okay, Flint's worried about his friends. He had a nightmare that they were all dead. <laughs> For sure. As you uh, you take off, uh, this stranger slams into the side of a car, causing this pretty sizable dent in it and a little bit of blood to leak out of their skin. And they just kind of like pick their head up and look at you leave. They don't scream in pain. They don't uh, like shout any obscenities or anything like that. They just sort of stand back up and watch you go. So uh, we have like eight things we need to do with this information. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. If you look behind you, they're coming. They are going to be slower than you, but... They're coming. They're running. All right. D- do you have Chalamet's number? Do you have your uh, your uh, teacher's number? Do you have like start letting everyone know what we just saw? Sure. Uh, there is this like high pitched whistle, similar to when you heard this morning. Not sure where it comes from. God damn it. As you get nearer to the city lines, a little bit away from the state park, one of the office buildings on the verge of town has caught fire. But it's caught fire in a swath. It's not blanket, something exploded. It looks like a cut or something. Some kind of line that has burned into the side of the building, which has now properly put it to flames. I'm going to head towards that. You do so. It's on fire. People are looking at it, for sure. Uh, Are are, are, are there still people in there? Could be. I don't think you know. Is there anybody else around? Because there's people looking at the building, Ah, right? Oh, you're asking somebody. Okay. Let me read a bad situation. This seems like the best way to handle this. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's, uh, That's an 11, even with the minus one. Right. Alrighty. Then... Uh, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? You get three. Uh, best way in, best way out, best way to protect the victims. Smash the glass. Uh, there is like a big front office window. Uh, and if you do that, people can either get through there or if you smash the upper windows, they can climb out, get onto an awning and jump out. Uh, I smash the front window and run in. Uh, for sure, people are, are like kind of glossily they look groggy they don't look like the people that are that were chasing you and probably are still chasing you but they look like kind of out of it right now what do you do i think beck also runs into the building for sure we can see outside that some people are uh like calling like you know emergency services and whatnot Mm -hmm. uh but yeah and best way best way all of these things are, are kind of the same answer is get them out through through the fastest means possible yeah. The fire is spreading very quickly. I start searching for people. You do so. Uh, give me an act under pressure to start yanking people out, because they are moving really slowly. They kind of aren't processing what's going on. 
Uh, oh, and I don't get the minus one because I have the plus one. So they even out. So ten. Ten. Uh, you start, I, I assume, fireman carrying people out of here, or at the very least picking them up on your back, something like that, uh, as you start to shepherd people out of here. Uh, no harm done. Everyone's willing to listen to you. you. They kind of don't know who you are, but you're doing something to help. Beck, what are you doing? I think Beck is also trying to get people out. I think I want to cast magic to okay. do one thing that is beyond human limitations, which I think is just like filter the smoke uh, like creature naturally so she can go into more dangerous parts of the building. Okay. By all means, go for it. Is there a negative to magic? Not right now, no. Okay. Nice. It's it's like a it affects your mind, so it's mostly sharp rolls. And then if it feels particularly relevant, then we'll do it again. Uh, that's a fourteen, baby. What's that? That's a fourteen, baby. Fourteen, yeah. You do what you set out to do. Uh, you can. What does it look like as you start to be able to filter out smoke and heat? I think. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, Beck pulls their hoodie up over their face uh, because. The magic looks very visible. I feel like you can see these like black lines of like the smoke kind of on their skin as they like breathe it in and then exhale it out and breathe it in and exhale it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going like into like the furthest floors, uh, just like grab people out of like basement areas or whatever. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, uh, you can reasonably survive the the hazardous circumstances. Uh, as you can see that part of the building collapses. The part that was initially set on fire opens up and bricks fall to the ground. It's great clatter. You can hear people outside, though they are kind of dazed, still scream like, whoa, oh my god, uh, as this happens. And you hear this, like, squawk. Like this, like, deep, but still loud and ear-piercing, like, bird-like sound as this happens. As the as you start as you finally pull some of the like last people out of this building, can I look around for for Moltres for this Firebird? You're welcome to uh, give me a little, give me a little back and not in, read a bad situation. Uh, Always possible. Is there a negative? There is. Uh, well, I've got plus one forward because I've made it. It's true. What even tell? That's still a five. Great. <laughs> you hear this, like, constant laughter in the back of your mind. Beck, how does this nightmare manifest in this very moment as you start to try and find the, the central danger of this encounter? I think um, because everything is burning and everything is becoming fragile, uh, as Beck is starting to panic and is scrambling, uh, she's, like, pushing through rubble and she's actively breaking everything and it's very reminiscent of her dreams where she is unintentionally hurting people with her strength so it just sort of becomes this vicious triggering cycle uh for sure as you uh like start to push out of the the building part of it collapses onto you as you are buried in rubble and wood uh in this very quick circumstance here uh, and you're going to take two harm and additionally you are so like unsure of what people are real right now that you don't even realize as two uh, strangers have gotten their hands on your arms and are looking you dead in the eye and holding you to the ground. 
like not allowing you to pull yourself out of the rubble as the fire continues to burn around you. What do the people look like? Everyday citizens. Okay. Nothing special. Do they have a glazed look in their They eyes? do. Curiously. Flint, what are you up to? What do you do? Uh, do I see this happen to back? For sure. It's very obvious. And also, uh, when you see the uh, the building collapse, right before it, you you hear this like it's like jeering and laughter and like cruel insults that have been lo- lobbied against uh, Beck right before the building collapses. All right, I'm going to try to protect someone to stop further harm from happening to Beck. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, what does that look like as you do it? Uh, it? It's just Flint running over, almost in hysterics, trying to push the other two people over and just digging through rubble. Okay. Uh, and you, are you going to use never again? Never again. All right. So uh, on a 10 plus, choose something extra. You, su- you you cannot choose. You suffer a little harm, but all impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict a harm on the enemy. You hold the enemy back. Uh, I will hold the enemy back. Uh, the Not let those two get near back because I'm trying to dig her out. Uh, for sure. Uh, I think you get uh, like smacked on the side of the face with like a brick that one of them picks up. Uh, and you take one harm uh, as they have well, like fully turned their attention to you and are trying to keep you in the burning building, but you've been able to at least yank Beck out of the rubble as you're doing this. And you can see uh, from your position, more of them are coming. And behind them, and other people don't seem to be picking up on it, you hear this unearthly hmm and ha. They're coming. 